Welcome back to the Long Journey Podcast. I'm Mary Audrey, and today we have a special guest, Mama. Thanks so much for inviting me. I'm excited about being here with you. You're welcome, which I actually really am glad that we get to do this because it's actually been a really long question, well, not question, questions, but we're going to be talking about today, as you can see in the title, I guess, cooking wild game and just in general. And Mama, she is our wild game chef. Extraordinaire. Yeah. Like what do you that. think about that? Yeah. That's, that's a, a pretty good title. It's a good word to put it Extraordinaire. As. So, we're, I mean, it's going to be just questions about her and her wild game experience, journey. Her long journey. Wild game journey. Anywho. So, Mama, where did you grow up? That um, is a great question, Mary Audrey. I grew up on the Mississippi Gulf Coast in a city called Gulfport, Mississippi. And that is my hometown. That's where I was born and raised. Um, And we lived in a little community called East Park. And that is just a couple of blocks north of the railroad tracks. Some people listening to this podcast may know a little bit about the railroad tracks that run across the coast because that was a big dividing line when the Hurricane Katrina came that most of the stuff or landmarks or anything that was that was south of the railroad tracks was pretty much destroyed in Hurricane Katrina. Um, and our house is um, probably about a half a mile north of the railroad tracks. Um, and so maybe a quarter of a mile. I don't know. I'm not a real good judge, judgment about <laughs> distance. But um, we live north of the railroad tracks and um, live right there um, kind of uh, really near the beach, probably about a mile from the beach. Um, so maybe not even that far, but. Yeah, not a good judgment of distance, <laughs> but um, we live pretty close to the beach, and I grew up um, um, there my entire life, uh, where where our family was raised, um, in our little community and subdivision there. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm in Starkville. That's where I've grown up. That's raised. right. You were born in Starkville, and you're being raised in Starkville, so yep. that was the same for me, too. So, tell me, Mama, what food did you grow up eating on the coast? Well, what food do you think I ate a lot when I was on the coast? (laughs) Yes, so seafood's a big thing on the coast, and most people would think that's what I grew up eating. I'll just say my parents ate a lot of seafood, but um, as a typical child, that was not what one of my taste buds wanted was seafood. So um, even though I'm well into my years now, I'm still teased about how much I do love a good chicken tender. So I ate a lot of chicken tenders, uh, (laughs) a lot of hamburgers, uh, you know, a lot of, um, you know, typical child stuff. But seafood was definitely not what I wanted. as a child. As a child, that was not something I wanted to eat. Um, but, um, of course, we lived in the city. And so, um, you know, we can we ate fast food. 
there was a Burger King on the way to the ballparks. We, my older brother, Jojo, he played baseball a lot. I played t-ball and softball. And so we played, we spent a lot of time at the ballpark. So we ate a lot of Burger King on the way to the ballpark or after the ballpark because it was one of the things um, that we would hit on our way home. Um, so, um, of course, I like chicken pretty much in any form you'll give it to me. I pretty much like chicken and we ate a lot of, you know, steak and beef and things yeah. like that. So just typical stuff. But I was not a seafood eater until later in life. And now I wish I had ate a lot more shrimp. Yes, I get my uh, picky food taste from yes, my mother. Probably, definitely. My so. dad would eat anything. <laughs> not me at all. Mm-hmm. But so, had you tasted wild game before you met my dad? That's a um, that's also an interesting fact. Um, my first introduction to wild game came during my. Um, either senior year of college or um, during graduate school. Um, when I was in graduate school, um, I, one of my good friends from college and graduate school roommate um, was a friend named Lee Case. And Lee was from the big community of Weston, Mississippi. Um, if any of our podcast listeners know where that is, that's where um Kapai Lincoln Community College is down um, south of Jackson. Um, and so Lee's boyfriend, Shane, um, Shane Easterling, now husband of 20 years probably or more, um, uh, they, he was a big hunter, still is a big hunter. They have two boys and they're, they're big hunters too. And so Shane had brought some um, deer steak, I believe what it was and we um had people on the podcast will know about this we had a fry daddy those that's the way you used to deep fry stuff we had a fry daddy and so we had a fry daddy at our apartment and so he brought it and we would eat deer meat sometimes i would it you know it tasted different it was a little gamey tasting but if you dip it in ketchup and you know ketchup will cover up pretty much anything so I would dip it a lot in ketchup and, um, you know, eat it that way. And I dip it in um, my mashed potatoes. You dip it in your mouth. Well, that's a good way to do it, too. I love mashed potatoes with my deer steak, too. That's so. how we have it every time. Um, Martha something, Sister Schubert bread. Sister Schubert. Can't Sister, go wrong with the Sister Schubert. Sister Schubert bread. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Steak, green beans sometimes, and mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. We're probably making our podcaster, podcast listeners hungry talking about all this too. Mm-hmm. So, mom, how did you get into cooking wild game? Just well, um, that of course has a lot to do with your daddy. Um, <laughs> he's a big outdoorsman and um, you know um, provider of our meat, and so, but I didn't really know what to do with it. Um, so he pretty much taught me everything I know. Um, I've kind of stepped out there a little bit, but I, I like to have a recipe. She not, cannot live without a recipe. Yeah. I'm, I'm not one that can. Like a pioneer woman who can just dip it in there. Yeah, she good. can. She can. She can say, well, just add a little of this and a little of that. I'm not that kind of cook. I like to have a recipe. It has and to be that. That's right. 
um, it's black or white with me. There's no gray in it. And so I like a recipe. So, but daddy, um, daddy taught me different things. Um, like basic things, you know, you know, um, we grew up a lot with homemade hamburgers. So I knew what to do with ground deer meat. Um, yeah. But you also, I had to learn a little bit too about the deer meat being so lean and seasonings. Um, seasonings and things like that. So, um, you do have to take into account a little bit about that. Um, and, you know, recently um, I made meatloaf with deer meat for the first time using uh, Gigi's um, recipe. Um, and that turned out really good as well. So um, there's still things I'm learning about that. But um, that definitely getting into cooking while game, Daddy really had to hold my hand a good bit early on and walk me through, you know, what I'm supposed to do with it how to cook it, you know, different things like that. So um, that's how I started, I guess, with cooking wild game. So what was the first wild game that you cooked after you and Daddy got married? Um, that I, I would say I really don't remember. Dear now, Daddy's the one that remembers all of our experiences. I just, I don't really know, but I'm sure it was, something it was deer. some either Jericho. deer steak or... I made homemade deer burgers or something to that effect was probably what I made. Y'all were in deer season. Maybe. No. I don't know. Yeah. October 16th. And so probably some kind of deer um, duck or something. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But what did you think about the the taste of the first wall game that you ate? Mm, I, you know, going back to our, my college days, I, it definitely tasted gamey. Um, I wasn't sure about the taste of it, you know, and when we got married, um, I talked to daddy a lot about that and, um, you know, tasting it and, um, you know, what exactly, you know, I don't, I didn't really know too much about processing at that time, but, um, you know, it really helps to have a good processor that will help you take that, yeah. um, gamey taste out and a shout out to wilson's deer processor because that's who we use that's they, right they got some good deer sausage can speak <laughs> they do they do they do wonderful processing for us and um it's they we've been longtime customers at wilson's mm-hmm. and even before it was wilson's um the man they bought it from and i can't think of his name at the moment I mean, they've been using it before I was born. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, Daddy tried to, um, he tried to um, process in our in our kitchen Mm-mm. one time. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And, um, yeah, I had to cut, shut that down pretty quick because that was just a hot mess. So, um, we, we started taking our stuff to the processor. Yeah. So, what is your favorite wall game? Meal or dish? Mm, I don't know. You just can't beat a good fried deer steak. I you mean, can't. You just cannot beat it. Uh, that's flour, probably one of the popular items in our household. The for flour, sure. the salt, the pepper, and that one other seasoning. The, I have no clue about <laughs> Tony Sashery. Yeah. And when I usually put the MAFIS, um, the Mississippi Agriculture Forestry Experiment Station, I think is the, the official name of it, but MAFIS. 
um, center on campus makes a wild game seasoning that I like to use too. And before we were out for um, the COVID um, hiatus, we're on, um, I didn't get any before they shut down. So we've kind of been without the seasoning, but I do like that too, in addition to some tiny sachets and salt and pepper. And add the buttermilk. You just can't mm-hmm. beat it. Yeah, you just can't beat it. I think that's probably one of my favorites, but I do love bacon wrapped duck. Oh, so that's also we a need to good stop because I'm well. getting hungry. <laughs> Me too. So, what what is the most interesting log game that you've cooked? Well, <laughs> yeah, but well, that's been an experiment. We've been cooking a lot since we've been at home, and um, I, I had to clean out the uh, freezer because um, somebody <laughs> put a, a, a can of, di- of Coke Zero in the freezer and it exploded. So we had to get that all cleaned up, and I guess it was a good thing because I found um, some squirrels that Mary Audrey had um, killed. Um, I guess during squirrel season or y'all went squirrel um, hunting or something. The draw the youth the youth squirrel hunt draw that I went on. Um and so um John was talking about um having squirrel dumplings. And I and said I've never made those and I so, haven't either. And so we kinda looked up and we were like a team. Yeah. yeah we kinda Mary Alter kinda got it and we used the pressure cooker and um, I made dough them. for the first time. Yeah, we made some dough and put it in there and we got tra- rave reviews from Daddy, Daddy about the squirrels yep. too. So that's probably the really the most interesting thing I've cooked. I I cooked squirrel before for him for breakfast. Like he likes to eat it with his, um, I know, with um, biscuits and things like that. But um, but yeah, squirrels probably the I guess the most out there thing I've, I've cooked. Yeah, and it was actually really good. I tried to make it like Uncle Gerald. Mm-hmm. That's Daddy's uncle. Your yeah. great uncle. My great uncle. Which mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. But, Mama, so what mm-hmm. are some recommendations for wives or men? Okay. Who are now just who are just now getting into cooking wild game? Okay. Um, I would say recommendation number one. Got to have a good processor yes. that can help you with packaging and the meat and keeping it fresh um, while it's in the freezer. Um, but two, just to, um, I don't, we don't get fancy with it at our house. Um, it's just the basics for well, like um, deer steak or just salt and pepper, a little Tony Sachery's, a little wild game seasoning and some flour, dredge know. it and plop it in the grease um, for um, deer tenderloin, I just marinate in Dale's, um, the marinade that you can get at the grocery store. Usually let it marinate for at least two or three days. And it is delish. We had some of that last night. It was so good. And um, for ducks, we, again, we just marinate in, in Italian dressing, a little washier, a little um, mustard. Let that marinate for two or three days. Um and, you know, things like that, turkey as well, we let it um, hang out in some buttermilk normally at least overnight, if not a couple of days. So um, so those are kinds of things that um, I would recommend. Don't get fancy with it. Just doing the basics Keep um, it. will um, make it good and fresh and 
Um, yeah. I don't normally get keep um, it southern complaints about it. Yeah, southern, um, <laughs> southern style, um, sim- simplicity, <laughs> simplicity. Yeah, simple. Know. Yeah, we're just we we keep it simple. All right, thanks for listening to the long journey. Y'all go um, follow our podcast on Spotify and Anchor.